You're listening to today's inspirational message on the Proverbs with Kurt Bjorklund. In sports, there's often a moment where a player will make a great play and then he or she will turn around and make some kind of a motion that's like gloating at the opponent. Maybe they'll make the you're too small or they'll maybe gesture in some way as to indicate their superiority. Well, it's really a, a gloating kind of a moment. And, and demeaning somebody is, in a sense, a form of superiority. And envy is also a form of superiority, saying that person doesn't deserve more than what I have. Here's where we see this in Proverbs 24. Do not rejoice when your enemy falls and let not your heart be glad when he stumbles, lest the Lord see it and be displeased and turn away his anger from him. Verse 19, fret not because of evildoers and do not be envious of the wicked. A repeat of verse 1, for the evil man has no future and the lamp of the wicked will be put out. One writer puts it this way. He says, envy stems from two preoccupations. First, we are obsessed with what we deserve. Our hearts refuse to remember grace and instead think only of what we have earned. Second, we are preoccupied with the present. The solution ultimately is to look up Proverbs 23, verse 17b, and let your heart be glad. Let not your heart be glad when he stumbles. And look ahead in hope, verse 18, which is this idea, lest the Lord see it and be displeased and turn his anger away. That is, we should realize that our true reward is based on God's grace. And also remember that in the end, believers won't lack anything. Christians have a way of looking up that Proverbs could not provide, this author continues. Jesus did not complain about experiencing death when he deserved life. Also, we could have life when we deserve death. Jesus was the most unenvious human being who ever lived. And when we realize what he did for us, it will begin to erode our envy. If he didn't complain when he received a life infinitely worse than he deserved, why should we complain when all of us get a life that's infinitely better than what we deserve? Envy and gloating are, in some ways, opposite ends of the same coin, opposite sides. One's superiority, gloating, look at what I've done, maybe gloating over what somebody else is, is getting. And envy is really an inferiority. I don't have all that I deserve. And gloating and envy show up in so many little ways. I'm embarrassed to sometimes even talk about the petty ways that I can can end up on either side of this. I was in a conversation with a member of our extended family the other day, and and the person was was kind of stepping back in my estimation from responsibility, which put more on my wife. And so I was, I I I felt like I was in in a sense defending my wife. And but if I really step back and I'm honest. Part of my angst was it was like I envied the person's ability, in a sense, to say, not my problem, I'm out, rather than their willingness to step in. And what I find in my own heart sometimes is that it is that I'm wanting to keep score rather than trusting that God is the arbiter of all things. 
and that because he's been more than fair with me to date, he's being more than fair with me in every area of my life. And I need to hear that word from time to time and the words of Proverbs 24, 17 through 20 so that I do not end up down a path of assuming that I know what is best and then demanding it from this world. Because trust in God is in many ways ultimately saying, God, I don't know what's best. You do and you are good and I will trust you. And every time I gloat, every time I envy, I walk away from the goodness of God as seen in that. Thanks for joining us here today. There's a lot of great content to explore on Orchard Hill Plus and on the Orchard Hill main feed from the weekend. Have a great day.